Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Kevin David Thomas. Robert W. Schneider. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. Happy Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Kevin. I don't know. I, that I was just, Sunday. I went with it. I just that was Sunday. It. I heard it. Thursday. What are you doing? The blue room in Rob Schneider's apartment. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Why don't we just call it Sunday in the Park with George? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see that, but I hear you got to get your tickets because it's going fast. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. You know what I just saw? What? I want to be in the room where it happens. Oh. I don't want to be in it because I was in it, my yeah, friends. Yeah, Hamilton. I saw Hamilton. How was it? Ah, oh, yeah? amazing. Amazing. Awesome. It's what everybody says it is. It is, right? I mean, it really is. There's it's... no there's no ifs, ands, or man about it. Lif, Lin, Lif, Lif, yeah. Lif Manuel. Man. Love that guy. <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda is a genius that you don't need me to tell you that because everybody else is telling you that. Yeah. I've loved him since In the Heights. Same. I same. I saw In the Heights off Broadway, and I was like, Okay, oh. I didn't see it off Broadway. I saw it on Broadway three times. Oh, yes. Me too. I yeah. was obsessed same. with it. Same. I was like, God, this is this so is new good. sound. This is different. This is what is this? This is this is special. And he, and he, and this is a man. I I should remind people that yes, he's it's a hip hop album, and he's got the mixtape and all that. This is a man who studied the art form of theater writing. That was writing letters back and forth to Sondheim as he was finding his own voice I, that he worships this art form i would love to have him on this show just not even so much to talk about his work which is brilliant yes but to talk about other people's work and hear what inspired him totally because you um, know he's 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 sunk his teeth into every all the old traditional musical theater all of the styles he makes a cole porter reference yep. and in the heights yep and you just think to yourself i love you so much totally and apparently he's a very nice artist as well he's, yeah. a, he's a good person yeah i find the more talented someone is the nicer they usually are because i don't think they have anything to prove i think that's very true usually that's probably why i'm an asshole yeah get away from me kid <laughs> you bother me um i have a confession to make oh yeah it's gonna be awkward kevin Ooh, it's gonna be an awkward one that's okay I asked your wife if I should even mention this. Uh oh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. Um there was a picture of you. <laughs> you had frosted tips. <laughs> well, we posted it was sort of like See, I didn't well just so our listeners understand, uh, we, I think we all have access to our Twitter account. So we don't know who posts what every once in a oh, while. Oh, for our Broadway curtain account. For Broadway curtain, that yes. That is correct. Not our personal. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yes. But we do. We 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 all share the duties of the the social media. Well, this cute little guy <laughs> shows up on my feed and I'm like, who's this? Like, what? Who's this little guy waiting for his Book of Mormon open call? <laughs> I know he's gonna sing "Forest Through the Trees." Oh god! <laughs> it is. And then I look closer, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Kevin." I felt awkward because <laughs> I think of you like a brother. Oh god! It was like 2003. I, oh, I looked at you for a moment, Kevin, and it was awkward. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, now I know what a lot of our listeners go through. Well. It- <laughs> 
It was a ah oh, damn it, he's straight. <laughs> not in that picture. I was like, <laughs> I mean, like I don't know why I was I was working for Disney Cruise Line. It was a port day. I went to get my hair cut, and the lady who st- it was 2003, but she still had a firm firmly put in nine in the 90s still, and she convinced me that frosted tips are the way to go. And I acquiesced, and so that was a picture that was proof that I uh, had the tips frosted. And it was, um, uh, let's just say I didn't last long. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sutton, Kevin's wife, uh, if you have more pictures, you know my email address. Um, I will be more than happy to pay for the Shutterfly account <laughs> so I can create my own album of Kevin with frosted oh, tips, God. which I will keep under my mattress Next to my Playbill collection, not my Playboy collection. Play, yeah. my Playbill What's funny collection. is that we don't have, a, and I don't want this to be like in my day, but I don't have a lot of pictures of myself in that time period because I, A, I didn't take a lot of pictures. B, I did not have a device with me that took pictures. No, you needed so, to have like, uh, like either, a camera, a like camera, a real like a camera. camera. That, yeah. And like Sutton, well, she takes pictures all day all the time like her instagram is on fire well it's because and she loves it she loves taking pictures but i just was never a big picture person and and never lived in a time when we just didn't do that you had to have a special device that yeah. you brought with you yeah. so consequently there are very few pictures of me of that time and that's why it was so epic when i do find one that's so dated i mean god i <laughs> if anyone out there has photos of kevin david thomas <laughs> circa 2002 to 2005. Wait, in 2000, I was the Yellow Brick Road personified at a theater in Holland, Michigan called Hope Summer Repertory Theater. And I personified, I wore a gold unitard. And we would come out, and instead of have the Yellow Brick Road that you walk on, we would just point the direction. Be like, that's me cheesy smiling. But in a gold unitard. <laughs> there are no pictures of that at all. Okay. PBS, why are you spending so much time doing a documentary about Lin-Manuel Miranda when we've got all of this stuff that needs to be uncovered here? The hell is wrong with you people? I know. Get on it. (laughs) Jen Tepper, no more untold stories of Broadway. Untold stories of Kevin David Thomas. The summer stock years. The summer stock years. (laughs) Come on, people. Oh, God. Get on this. My God. Oh, it's a time to be forgotten. It's uh, No, because you look great. You still look great. But you're like a brother to me, and for that oh one my moment, God, I love it. Oh, I had a Southern family urge. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh. Now I understand. Now I get it. And to think, I, I only put that picture up because of your picture with B. Arthur. That that beautiful picture of you. That har- wasn't beautiful. Harassing B. Arthur I'm in that a car. Orphan Annie toupee. And if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, please go back a couple episodes <laughs> ago and listen to Rob tell the story of the time that he forced himself onto Beatrice Arthur. Do not force myself and that is not what the judge said <laughs> and you get to see his unit my unit in all of its glory and splendor that's right that's going for those chestnut color oh god it was tinted I wonder red if had the same hairstyle oh my god. <laughs> oh, i love my me goodness. some frosted tips well so, thanks uh, kevin thanks for indulging well, me thank you for indulging me and my I'm sorry picture. that this is awkward no not at all i hope somebody all writes good. fan fiction about us <laughs> No, it's funny when someone's like, you looked so great back then. <laughs> you're like, but isn't that true? Like, you look at thanks. an old picture. See, when you're in the moment. I like, thought I was a fat ass back then. I, oh, I was me too. I was so like, so self-deprecating. And I yeah. looked so stupid. I know. And now I look at a picture. I'm like, oh, I look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm like, now I feel I feel so fat. I yeah, feel man, so well, stupid. Well, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, like, great. Yeah. Done. Great. That's life. So uh, what's your uh, favorite That's life. <laughs> What's your what do you got today? Oh my gosh, Kevin. Yeah. I have a documentary for you. Ooh. 
Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is this is actually the documentary that got me into Stephen Sondheim. Oh, uh, is it the company one? No, you know what? It's not the company one. We used to have a video store in Thousand Oaks, California, where I grew up called Video for You. <laughs> video for You. Video for You, um, which had an extensive adult section that I was oh, not really? allowed to go into. But luckily, it was by the theater section. Oh, my God. So I could do, of a, course. Could do a little peek to see. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's that I will not like. tell you the name of the first pornographic movie I ever owned because that's disgusting. But I got it from Video for You. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. It's it was oh called Coming Five Guys Named Mo. <laughs> what musicals sound like pornos if you didn't know what they were? Five Guys Named Mo, Legally Blonde, Ain't Misbehaving, Ain't Misbehaving, which I feel Dream like a, Girls, Dream Oh Dream Girls, mm-hmm. which I feel like a 1930s. It does porn. Yeah, it like does. you put like a thing in the Nickelodeon. <laughs> Sweeney's you, Todd. Oh, Sweeney's Todd. That's a good one. I like this game. That's a good. <laughs> Balls are ringing. Oh, oh I see little, what you did there. Pun there. Yeah, I saw what you did there. You turned it a little, little bit. Pun. Yeah. Ironically, oh, Calcutta, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Mm, company. Yeah. Company. Oh, you're so smart. Meanwhile, I'm like horrified. My parents are listening to this right now. <laughs> They've shut us off. Oh God. They've turned on cereal. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what's happening with Adnan. Oh God. Um, <laughs> mine, so no mine. So anyway, they they didn't have an extensive collection, but what they did have was the Follies in concert. Fan, I just watched that recently. Did, isn't oh, it amazing? God, it's good. So for our listeners who are not aware, uh, Follies was this incredibly epic musical that came out in the early nineteen seventies. People who saw it originally said it was the best theatrical experience of their life. And unfortunately, when they recorded the sound, the soundtrack, oh my God, forgive me, bad. When they recorded the cast recording, yes. because it was on a record, they didn't have time for all the music. That's right. So they cut a lot of stuff. Like One More Kiss. One More Kiss was gone. Yeah. Oh, there was, dance music was oh my God. really it's truncated. All the incidental stuff, yeah. You know, just a lot of, and it's a beautiful piece, just so many of it, yeah. so much of it went away. In 1985, Lincoln Center said, what if we went back and did a definitive recording of the show that featured all of the songs in its entirety. Um, and they did this all-star concert, which had not really been done before. That's right. something I think people forget. This is like pre-encores, yeah. pre-all the Lincoln Center, you know, Candide, Sweeney Todd stuff. Right. This, is, this was new. Like we rehearsed for a week, and then you put it up. They got four days. Four, oh, that's even crazier. Four days off book. Mm. With the New York Philharmonic behind you. And the casting of this was genius because they cast the biggest Broadway stars at the time to come together and put this thing on. And then they also cast people that had a little bit more resonance with the songs they were singing. So, for example, Broadway Baby, Mm -hmm. which is all about a person who's been on Broadway for years and years and years, went to Elaine Stritch. Of course. And, uh, the we- not the Weissmans, what are they called? The Whitmans, Theodore and Emily Whitman. Yeah, is yeah. that their name? Listen to the rain on the roof, which is supposed to be this cute little married couple that yeah, have been together for years performing. Number. Who do they cast? Betty Betty Comden and Adolph Green. Green. Yeah. So there's all this significance. It's great that, to see them perform again. Right? Yeah. Now, here's something I found out. I don't know if this is true or not. I'd love to find out. That originally, Elaine Stritch was supposed to sing, I'm Still Here. Oh, and Mary Martin 
was going to sing Broadway Baby. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if that would have happened? And Mary Martin, I think, dropped out. And they moved Elaine Stritch up. And then I think they put Carol Burnett in. And I, and I think Carol Burnett was supposed to sing Who's That Woman? And then they put Phyllis Newman. Oh. Into, so it's this whole big thing. So I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, uh, the documentary captures... The four-day rehearsal process that all of these big stars come together. Herb Ross was the no. Herb Ross directed it, yeah. and he had a family emergency, so That's he right. leaves. He had to leave. That's right. Like halfway so dramatic. through the process, yeah, it's amazing. There's a great line with Elaine Stritch where she's going ready for her interview, and she, she has her purse on the table, and she's like, "The cameraman said I'm supposed to move the bag. I thought he was talking about me." <laughs> but now she's you like brought classic... this up because you worked with her. Yeah, you said. Did you say this on the podcast? I have a question for you. Yeah. This is the table read of A Little Night Music when Bernadette yeah. Peters went in. Uh, there, I, the, one of my Tell this story again. Okay. I, it, it, and you, listeners, do forgive me if you've heard this before. Because you know how people are with their stories. You tell the same stories over and over and over again. But my favorite stretch story, well, one of my favorites is the first time we're doing the table read. So when I did A Little Night Music, we had... We, they replaced uh, Bernadette uh, and Stritch placed uh, Catherine Zeta and Angela Lansbury. And so it's the regular cast, the rest of the cast stayed the same, right? All four, 13 of us. So we're having our first table read. We're going to Roundabout Studios because it's a little more private. We're all like real pumped up because it's like, shit, it's, it's Bernadette and it's Stritch. So we're real excited. We get sit in a circle. You know, you, like you do very intimate. Very Everyone's all really close to each other. I'm sitting next to Stritch. Stritch is next to Bernadette and then Bernadette's next to Alex Hansen who played Frederick. Um, it gets to the everyone's waiting for Bernadette to sing Sun in the Clowns because it's Bernadette and we've really never heard her sing that before. Um, in this, in Desiree was a part that she was a dream role. In fact, the show was supposed to close and Sondheim kept it open because he was like to Trevor Nunn, the director, hey, why don't you, why not Bernadette in the part? And Trevor's like, she's too old because on paper she's 64 at the time and he wanted Desiree to be like 40, like the age oh, that she's supposed to be in the show. But anyway, worked out, she took it. Because she always wanted to play it. So she starts singing. It's like, do, 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 do. She starts singing. And it's at this exact moment that she's halfway through the first verse that Stritch decides that it's time to check her insulin levels. So Stritch gets her. And of course, Stritch always has like a a really loud bag that's like next to her. Yes. So she starts rustling through the bag. Bernadette's like, me here at last on. She's ruffling around. Um, She pulls out her checker pricks her finger puts it on the thing it's like beep 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 so she has to it's bernard it's still and everyone's <laughs> like but every everyone's doing that thing where we're not trying to stare at stretch but we're trying to focus on bernadette but you can't help but notice this person who's checking their insulin levels and listen my, my uncle's got diabetes like i get it like you have to check your insulin levels when you need to check your insulin levels but i just think it's funny that she chose this moment to pull focus uh and i I love her for it but and so then she so beep 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 she needs insulin so bernadette goes on to the second verse and does a little scene let inside the song with alex and then stretch pulls up her shirt no takes out the syringe flicks it lets some of the insulin come out pulls up her shirt takes some of her belly sticks it in there (laughs) <laughs> wraps it up rustle rustle in the bag the song's coming to an end uh well maybe next year and then uh stretch finishes her work puts the bag down sits there with her hands and claps louder than everybody when bernadette gets done singing <laughs> <laughs> like she's just like oh beautiful beautiful 
and, and so um, yeah, that was the introduction. And then, and I had since socialized. You know, we went to see our 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 cellist uh, play a concert once at a, like a YMCA or something. And I was friends with Rob Bowman, who was her music director and and friend. And so the three of us went uh, to see our friend Mary play. And of course, she did the exact same thing. Mary starts playing that Bach like do 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 do. There's Stretch gets her bag. Russell, Russell. <laughs> so it's just a class. So when I see her do those kinds of tactics yeah, yes. during uh, documentaries, I, I, I it's familiar to me. I'm well, like, oh yeah, there's Stretch doing her act, doing so her you, thing. So you need to keep an eye it's out. It's a nervous for this. thing because she's nervous. Okay. Oh, it's I like, think I think it's like a yeah. I think it's a slightly insecurity thing, and it was like it was nerves. You, you know? got to see it on the documentary because I'll tell you where it. to look. Back. She totally does the it on best the is it's Carol Burnett. Yeah, <laughs> in the rehearsal room, belting out "I'm still here." And everyone's looking at her like, oh, my God, that's Carol Burnett, yeah. not Elaine Strick. Nope. First of all, she's wearing the <laughs> shortest shorts I've ever seen in my life. I know gay men in Hell's Kitchen would be like, that's too short. <laughs> she's wearing her sailor cap. Yep. And she's literally rustling around in this yeah. big white bag yep. while Carol Burnett is singing. It is so clearly pulling focus Classic. now. I have to tell you a moment that I really like in the Follies documentary, yeah. and I don't think anybody else picks up on it, oh. but I really hope that there's a story behind it. Here we go. Okay. Right before the opening night, right before they go on, they're filming like the people walking around the backstage oh, corridor. I love corridor. how nervous they all are. I right? love that you oh, see friends. these stars really nervous. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, four days of music rehearsal. Yeah. You are singing with the New York Philharmonic. You are singing Sondheim. No music. No teleprompters, nothing. And it's follies, you know? I mean, like... And they're being told, you have to get it right, guys, because we're recording it. This is the definitive record. You can't screw it up. So everyone's really nervous. But there's a moment where Carol Burnett passes by Adolph Green, and they give each other a curt little, like, smile. (laughs) How are you? And they keep passing. And I'm like, that's so odd to me they wrote fade out fade in i mean they wrote her musical oh, remember what happened with fade out fade <gasps> in? she left and, and there was, was all lawsuit. that drama so i oh, so wow. i was always wondering is that what that smile was oh, about that's good that's fascinating it happens really quickly and i'm like oh. why are they i'm like oh we have to ask carol if we ever interview her someday carol what was going on with that little yeah. smile that yeah you we saw that stage? here we're gonna play it for you tell us tell reactions us, reactions tell us what's that we'll play that for and then oh. we'll play moon over broadway oh my god and she can just give us a commentary <laughs> and then she'll be like guys thanks i'm out of here guys, thank you so much for, for giving yeah, no, me. we don't want to talk about your tv show carol we want to talk about the broadway the good stuff let's, let's talk about the broadway let's talk about putting it together <laughs> she's great say? in the follies though i do think she oh i think she's, she's great isn't she great in that so and anyway for the rest just so you know really quickly the rest of the cast it's george hearn uh lee remick uh barbara Beautiful. cook and this was really a big thing for barbara cook because i yes. think it's really solidified she's the Sondheim yeah interpreter that's that's true i think because up, up until yeah. that point you're in mandy patinkin yeah who does a buddy's blues where he's not only buddy but buddy's wife and buddy's mistress it's like he basically did a line of coke and then did the song pretty much yeah, yeah. and there it's weird there's some there's like on the album, I think there's a photo of him wearing like an electronic bow tie. Oh, weird! That like lights up, but then in the video they don't have it. So I'm wondering if they made changes between like the dress rehearsal and the. Yeah. Fir- I would love if somebody could just release all the footage they've shot because it's clearly you're right. And uh, my my complaint with that sometimes is like I want more. I want yeah. more of the documentary involved, yeah. and I want more of the performances too. I guess I can't have my cake and eat it too. But in our Jim Walton uh, that we interviewed, Jim he was, Walton, he was in Howard it. McGillen, who yeah, we interviewed, we, I forgot about that too. Liz yeah. Calloway. Yeah. Is one of the young people. So anyway, this is really 
It's really special. It's a really special documentary, and it's what got me interested in Sondheim because wow. I think I was eleven or twelve, and I saw it. And I was getting back interested in theater again. And I was like, "Oh, this must be Follies, the musical." Yeah, and so I'm going to get it, and it wasn't. But oh my god, it's. I think it's a wonderful look at how all that comes together. And I've been very lucky because I got to work on the Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd with Lonnie. Yeah. With Lonnie. And that was, you know, Audra McDonald and yeah. Emma Thompson and, right. and Christian Borle. And that had two and a half weeks, three weeks. And still everyone felt like, God, we got to, you know, rush this yeah. and put this together. And geez, imagine four days. I know. I really do appreciate that it's it's of an era when documentaries weren't overproduced. They weren't, they were very much like handheld camera. You know, like yes. today, sometimes my complaints with some things today is like, I feel like, how'd that camera guy get in the room and say that this is the first time we've entered the room? You know, that kind of thing. And I really love how raw it is. How you do, you get how scared these stars are to go on stage and you, it's just a real, uh, it's an honest look into what a rehearsal situation is like uh, at, at the top level. And it's actually just like any other level there's no real levels <laughs> everyone's no, scared and no. everyone's you know uh, trying to do the best work possible under these circumstances i heard i'm gonna go end with this little anecdote yeah and then we'll go on to your thing if that's sure. okay oh, somebody yeah, somebody said to me that when they did the dress rehearsal of the concert thomas shepherd who was recording it yes who we should get i would love to Is get him still, yeah 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 uh said to everybody listen in case something goes wrong in the performances, we are recording this dress rehearsal because we want it to be a clean cut. Mm. So what I need you all to do is after each number, you cannot applaud. You cannot applaud. We need really clean endings. So you can't applaud anyone. So nobody knew. But I mean, okay, so think about it. The beautiful girls moment comes on, right? right. Here comes Lee Remick, Barbara Cook, Carol Burnett. <laughs> Elaine Stritch, Lillianne Montevecchi, Phyllis Newman, Betty Comden. Yeah. And you can't applaud. Crickets. Crickets. You can't applaud. So somebody said, we call, they said they call that dress rehearsal homo torture. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone's in that <laughs> audience. Like, Because you know. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine a concert today where, like, one after another, it's like Audra, Rebecca Luker, Laura Osnes. Bernadette. Bernadette. Yeah. Patty, totally. Like Marin Maisie, no. Donna Murphy. People will lose their shit. People will be like, you don't know what to do. So no can you way. imagine just like sitting there being like, I can't applaud. Oh so they call gosh. that homo torture, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was so funny. That's, that's funny. So okay, so that sorry, that was very long. That was a good one. That's a really great concert. One. I love it, Kevin. What do you got? Well, I actually uh, something a little different this time. I think this might be the first time that we've done something like this. Um, I I do not have a, a musical. I do not have a website. I do not have a DVD or a book. I have a theater company. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, this is a theater company I've actually worked for uh, years ago, like over a decade ago. Um, they do concerts. So to transition, they do concerts. Um, they are very affordable. They are very bare bones um, in their their work. But I think what they do is stellar in that they bring back shows that are lost and forgotten. You know I know exactly what theater company. What is it? You're talking about Musicals Tonight. Musicals Tonight, exclamation mark. Run that by the is, wonderful Mel Miller. That's exactly right. Mel has been st- doing this for years. Since 1998, he's been doing this. And just to give you an idea of the kind of work they do, they do a season of four or five shows. Um, they run for like a good three weeks. Uh, you, I, I, I was trying to do some research. It used to be what's called an equity showcase, meaning that uh, in, in return for getting the equity actors for such a cheap price – 
other equity actors can see the performances for free using your equity card. Regardless, the performances are all thirty dollars anyway. So it's now. I mean, now that's how much they cost, and they're. But they get. Um, it, it's it's. I think it kind of is like what the Equity Showcase Library used to do in the eighties. You know, of doing these these sort of bare bones performances. But they but they bring back these old shows that maybe maybe you know some of them don't necessarily need to see the light of day but it's still as a as a celebration of you know we all know that Cole Porter did anything goes but did you know the other shows that he wrote that were maybe not as popular as that um and so the piece that I did for instance in like 2003 uh was uh, a piece called Primrose that George Gershon wrote in England. It had never been performed in the United States wow. ever. Uh, there was a reason why, but um, but but so this was the world premiere of a new Gershwin musical in the United States, and it was you know it wasn't the greatest show in the world, but it's still pretty cool to see the work that was done in the 1920s and 30s being done today. So, for instance, their season this year. Uh, they do a mix of like unknown and known stuff. So, so this year they did Funny Face by the Gershwin guys. They did a musical by uh, uh, Noel Coward that's a world premiere, must never been done in the United States, called Hoy Polloi. Can't say I know any songs from that musical. But then they're doing like Louisiana Purchase. That's a, that's that has a cast album. Uh, they're doing Anything Goes, and they're doing Dewberry Was a Lady. You know who's directing Dewberry Was a Lady? Who? Our guest, Evan Pappas. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Evan is doing it. Oh, that's fantastic. I love musicals tonight. In fact, I you know, it's so funny. I recently reached out to Mel. You did? And was like, I would love to direct for you anytime, anywhere. Yeah. So, Mel, Kevin and I have a list of 77,000 musicals uh, we would love <laughs> To you know? deal with you. Oh my gosh! So uh, just give us the space, and we'll, we'll. It's it's a really I think it's, it's a great. really great organization. I think that it's solid that he keeps um, reaching back into history and bringing these pieces back to life again. I think one of the great things about musicals tonight, as opposed to something like encores, what we have in this, and encores mm-hmm. is great. Don't get me wrong, encores needs to fill city center. That's right. Which is massive. The nice thing about musicals tonight, it's always done in an intimate environment, so they don't have to worry about you know. God, we've got to put a big show like a big river that everybody knows in there to get ticket sales to afford this other stuff. They're able to do what they want and celebrate what they want. I love musicals tonight. Yeah. And there are a whole bunch of them around the country. Oh, not, yeah. not, not musicals tonight specifically, but companies like musicals tonight, like 42nd Street Moon yes, in San just Francisco. Say that. Um, the music Theater Works, do they? Uh, yeah, I think they, they do They don't stuff. always do older stuff, but the 42nd Moon definitely does. Oh, oh, Musical Theater Guild in L.A. Uh-huh. Does a season of five or so I shows like that? I think it's like important that. that we don't lose the history of these shows. And no, I mean, friends, they are some of these shows are. There's a reason why we're not doing Primrose all the time. However, I think there is something to to get out of seeing a production of it, uh, you know, and celebrating that old art form. Listen, unlike people that love movies or love art or love books, we can't go back to it. Nope. Nope. You know, if you if you go like, oh my god, I love movies. I'd love to see you know, Smiles of a Summer Night. You can Netflix DVD. Yeah, you're fine. You have it. We don't. So the fact that they're putting these pieces up again for us to see allows us who appreciates the art. 
really get a sense of what was going on. Yes, and Mel has done a great job of cultivating an audience to expect that, to appreciate that, hey, maybe you don't know this this unknown George Gershwin title, but come see it because it's still George Gershwin. You know, he still wrote all this other great stuff. Exactly. It's still No Coward. It's still Rogers and Hart. And it's always almost, It's I think it's always Golden Age stuff. Sometimes he'll do lesser known things from like the 60s and 70s, but almost all of it's old traditional standards. Which is marvelous because yeah. we're not going to get some of this stuff. And it's also sometimes it's some stuff that I think encores really can't right do no for whatever reason yeah and that's fine so musicals tonight fills a wonderful wonderful yeah hole in our knowledge and i think it's great so yeah if you've never seen anything there give it a try pick a title that you might want to louisiana purchase starts at the end of the month yeah and, uh, you know why not go see and it if you aren't living in new york see if there's anything like this in your city and if there isn't start it yeah yeah. Kevin and I will be out there in a heartbeat. Sure. If you're going to do Henry Sweet Henry, <laughs> we'll be there with bells on. That's right. Oh, brother, bring it. Oh, I like oh, brother. <laughs> a lot. I know we can't do it now because it's really offensive, but I know. It's I, really I would really like <laughs> to see a production of it at some point. Oh, my God. Oh, All right. God. So, musicals tonight. What a great choice. Yeah. And Follies, the documentary. Brilliant. Awesome. All Check right, it my out, friends. Folks. Listen to both, see both, and we will see you. Next week. Bye. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. They dream the dream of days to come, where spongership is high and money is forthcoming. That's beautiful, Kevin. I really added a voice onto that one, too. (laughs) I really was trying to go for something there. Listeners, we love creating this podcast, but it does cost money. Please don't make me sell my Angel record. Oh, my gosh. The original cast recording of Angel. That, like, nobody has. Nobody has it. If you like what we are doing and want us to keep doing more of it, please head over to patreon.com. What? That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Pat Rion. I feel like Pat Rion. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pat Rion. Rion. Pat Rion. Yeah, and once you're there, search for Behind the Curtain Broadway's Living Legends. And, of course... We don't expect to give without receiving some great rewards. Such rewards include behind-the-scenes videos, shout-outs on future episodes, Mm. or episodes, depending on what part of the country you're from, because I said episodes, (laughs) and early access to some of our podcasts. Hell, for the right price, Kevin and I will come to your apartment and act out all of Agnes of God. (laughs) So head over, friends, to P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com to help us out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.